0: Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Under the Safe Light. I'm going to be talking to you tonight while I uh, develop a few rolls of 120. I've been very, very unmotivated lately to do anything, and it's uh, pretty bad. So tonight I'm actually forcing myself down in the dark room to to start developing some film I've been sitting on for a while, and I thought this would be a good time to make a podcast. So... I'm standing in my newly uh, renovated dark room. I say renovated. I guess uh, reconfigured would be a better, better wording. I've uh, pretty much moved one of my walls, and I cut my garage straight down the center now. So I'm my entire dark room is in the back half of the garage. Uh, what this allows me to do now is I have my sink actually in my dark room now instead of having to go outside the room through the revolving door and it makes it a lot easier to carry trays and you know wash and clean up and everything, as you can imagine. But I also opened up quite a large space now. I'm gonna set up a table and I'll have room to frame, mat and uh, finish my photographs. You know, I wanna get into retouching as well, uh, spotting using the spot tone which I have yet to purchase any but this uh, with this new dark room now too with a uh, summer coming up it's gonna be a little bit warmer in here and I think the ambient temperature will finally be warm enough maybe I can uh, dive into some color uh, printing C prints I've never done never done it before and I've kind of been stuck on like I need a rotary processor of some kind to do it but I had the epiphany the other day that uh, with the ambient temperature being a little bit warmer all the chemicals will uh, the temperatures will stay more consistent just in the trays in the garage it's going to be around 75 to 80 degrees this summer which I think would be perfect for the RA4 process uh, from some of the data sheets I've been reading so I'm hoping to dive into that and and uh, play around with it a little bit this summer some of my uh, other ideas I've been having I want to try liquid light again I had a little bit of if you guys don't know what liquid light is it's a it's a liquid emulsion that you can actually coat on uh, pretty much whatever surface a lot of people uh, You know, use watercolor paper. I've printed on sheet metal. I've printed on plywood. As well as, you know, just regular drawing paper. Pretty much you need a substrate, though, that can handle uh, being submerged in the liquid for the processing times. So you can't use anything too too thin. But I think it would be cool. I want to experiment on printing on a plywood and, and uh, various other substrates that possibly you know aren't just square you know they could be round or, or uh, just random shapes and I'm kind of excited I got an old bottle here that says it's expired but I'm gonna give it a shot because as we all know just because it says it's expired doesn't necessarily mean that it's not any good and that kind of leads me into another experiment that i would like your guys's uh input on as well if you have any ideas part you know having this dark room i really love being able to finish my photos all uh analog you know i i don't hardly make any kind of inkjet prints and uh it really just kind of sucks the fun out of it for me and one of the things you know, I like to shoot slide film, but I don't shoot it that often because there's no way for me to make prints of it in the darkroom. And I had this epiphany the other day. I want I was thinking of making a slide or putting the slide film in the enlarger and making an enlargement of it, which I think it would, you know, it would create a negative print you would develop that normally and then I would then make a contact print from that paper negative now I know that the uh, tones would not be the same as if it was shot on film but I think this might be kind of an interesting experiment to try uh, and see if anything good comes of it comes from it. And I think that's uh really a lot of the fun part in uh, the darkroom is being able to experiment like that. So maybe that's what this episode's about is uh you know experimentation. Uh going back to the liquid light, you know, you can really do some cool things with it by uh you know doing different brush strokes and and uh, you can spread it around with your finger, you can show your brush strokes, you can make it as smooth as you want. You could, hell, you could write your name on there. I'm gonna have to pause for a second so I can wash my film. I'll be right back with you guys. Hi, okay, I'm back. Sorry if you can hear my film washing in the background. Uh, I'll try to talk loud enough you can hear over it but in the spirit of experimentation you know I have some ideas for you guys to try out Uh, you know just uh, developing straight prints there's a lot of cool things that you can do Uh, one of the things being you know I used to put my uh, developer in a spray bottle and I would put it in an empty tray and spray it on or drip it on using my fingertips or you could sponge it on um, and you know you want to be careful not to fill up you know the entire area but you can get some cool effects uh, with the development uh, and just having it develop in, uh, in the drips. Um, that's one thing that's kind of neat. Another thing is you know while it's developing in a tray like that. You know, you can put a little bit of developer on with a brush or something, and then throw some fixer on there uh, immediately, just in areas, and it'll actually kind of turn your prints a little brown and give it a little bit of a tone where the fixer and developer mixes. Uh, Another thing that you know, we kind of in college we kind of learned this uh, the hard way that the temperature of the paper will affect development and what we would see is uh, before we knew any better uh, with using tongs we would use our fingerprint our fingers i mean and grabbing the corners of the paper to pull them in and out of the tray and you would get little brown uh, corners where the heat from your thumb would uh would affect the development of the paper so that's something you guys can try, you know, maybe put your hand print or, you know, take a blow dryer or something to it and see uh, if what kind of cool effects you can do. Um, that's not stuff I experiment with too much anymore because I like just making straight prints but it's all, you know, it's all in the sper- uh, spirit of experimentation and you might find something that you guys really enjoy doing. Um, you know you can throw a little stop bath on there and see what happens and you you know you can get different chemical stains like that. Um, I overcame a huge mental block last week. You know in the grand scheme of things it's really not that really not that monumental but you know I have this four by five and larger and for me, you know, I, I wanna I wanna print large. You know, eight by tens. Eight by tens are about the smallest I print and my standard size is eleven by fourteen. But I've been sitting on some sixteen by twenty paper for almost a year now. That, you know, it's ten sheets per box and you know if you look up prices you can you know it's kind of pricey. And I had just been waiting for the right picture to come along to Uh, enlarged on 16 by 20, and, you know, my darkroom skills are still limited, you know, a lot of people can make a single test strip and then judge the exposure and have a good print straight off, well, you know, working with 11 by 14, a lot of times, you know, before I get a print I'm happy with, I'm working, you know, I'll use two or three uh, pieces of paper, uh, dodging and burning and making test strips before I come down to something that I like. Well, working with just 10 sheets of 16 by 20, that's not really acceptable, because you're gonna burn through paper, an entire $80 box of paper just on one print that way. And I actually make test strips for the 16 by 20 using 11 by 14 of the same paper type and it may not be exact, but it gets me pretty damn close. You know, the the emulsions come out different out of each batch. Uh, but it got me real close, and I only... I was only using about one sheet of paper. But I was uh, fairly proud of myself. You know, like I said, I was making roadblocks bro- road for myself. and uh, And I finally decided to just... You know have at it I took a took a couple photos that I liked um, you know they're nothing special but they're some of my newer work and I I like them quite a bit and, and I thought they were uh, would be worthy to enlarge uh, on 60 by 20 they're square format so they come out to be about 15 by 15 and my wife approved me to frame them and hang them on the walls upstairs so that's a win you know, they won't just hang up in the darkroom and go to waste now. But it really got me over that middle roadblock that it's just paper. You know, it's just money. Uh, I'm looking into cheaper, cheaper alternatives, you know, possibly buying roll paper and cutting it to size uh, for a little bit of a discount or maybe going with a different brand that's not Ilford. But, you know, the idea is, you know... The, the roadblock that was in my head, it was just silly. And, uh, you know, if you guys are having any kind of concerns or reservations about something you want to try to do, uh, you know, don't think too much into it, just do it. And what's the, really what's the worst that's gonna happen in the long, in the long run, uh, you know, you can come up with some pretty cool things by making mistakes. So, you know, even if you fail on your uh, intended, intended, uh, uh, what's the word? Intended purpose of, you know, doing whatever you want to do, you know, you might come up with something, uh, even cooler that you like better or give you an idea to try something else later on. Anyway, I'm done rambling enough, I think, for this episode, uh, Hope maybe you guys got something out of it, or if you didn't, that's fine too. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm what I'm saying is just get out there and make some work, and uh, you know, uh, you know, make photos, not files. So you guys have a good night. And be sure to give me a follow on Instagram at Bryce underscore Randall. Give this podcast a like or subscribe if you if you feel like it.